My mum always said Life was like a box of chocolates You never know what you're gonna get Yeah, at the end I'll be plugging my Venmo Please uh, send me 10 bucks <laughs> Ooh, there was a really good one that I heard It was like, would you It's kind of gross though it was like, would you rather? <laughs> would you rather? Would you rather your skin be denim? Like you're like literally like denim man. You're just covered in covered in denim, head to toe. Got it. You still have hair on your body, I'm I'm sure, but love it. Or or you always have to wear like a jacket type vest, vest jacket made of human skin. Oh, I feel like okay, like kind of like a jouch. Like yeah, a, yeah, a gym yeah. couch, like those are those are cool, and I think people there's a weird niche for jean couches. Yeah, I'd be I more. So. I feel like I'd be more approachable because what if I was wearing a a jacket <laughs> that was skin and there was a belly button on it, <laughs> <laughs> and there was like hair? That'd just be. I don't know. I'm not too sure about that. Oh man, I just want to see. I just want to see denim man's face once. Just That'd to see be, what it looks like. What would he wear his pants? Would he wear denim on denim? <laughs> Ooh, he's just a Canadian boy. Yeah, just Canadian tuxedo. Well, this is... I'm Cody. I'm Dylan. And this is a podcast that we're starting. Um, yeah. And I feel like... Well, I guess... I feel like for me, part of it is I just want to talk to people more since I'm... Mm-hmm isolated so much more oh yeah no but i totally agree i think for me even even throughout college there was a time where you know podcasts have been hot for the last five years or i don't know probably i mean not probably a lot longer but for me it was always wanting to start something but what would it be like what would what would the um theme be um and for me throughout college i, was, I wanted to just talk to other artists or talk to other people i went to school with and just pick their brains um and then for a while it was like maybe yeah, friends back from my hometown that I just wanted to catch up and connect with, and then maybe people that I meet um, as I go on throughout life, um, just a way to connect with people and have like a genuine, a genuine conversation. Um, and it is cool that it's recorded, and you know you can look back on it and see how you've grown <clears throat> and all that kind of stuff too. So, um, but yeah, hopefully we'll have our friends on this and other guests and um, people that are interested in whatever we're going to talk about. Yeah, last year I was. I was on this super hardcore running like binge where I just wanted to be like a a good runner. And I was like, that'd be fun to do with some friends would just be like start a podcast where we just kind of talk to each other about kind of like our workout regimen, um, kind of stuff we're doing to like be good runners and just kind of general life stuff. That's kind of where it started for me. But then me and you... We started in this small group together. Yeah. And I honestly don't even know where it started when we start when we like were like, hey, let's do a podcast together. <laughs> we were just kind of hype on the same things, I think I feel like. Yeah, I think it was that one night we just went on a bit on uh Star Wars. And uh yes. Ashley and I just watched Star Wars over quarantine and we <clears> were just rolling back and forth like oh man like what about old yoda versus new yoda and like all this kind of stuff and what i've noticed about talking about star wars is that if you have not seen star wars you could not give less of a rip about star wars 
But if you've yes. seen Star Wars and like you, you know, maybe somewhat <clears throat> recently and you actually like care about it a little bit at least, yeah. then you're like into the conversation. Like the both the times that I've talked about Star Wars in public since I watched it in like June, we watched all of them. And uh, we were pretty into it. And like it, they're good movies. I think that they've shaped films um, since then. You know, I think there's a lot of speculation on the newer ones that Disney produced, but trash. Um, they're still like a hot topic and they've been around for so long. But like both times I've talked about it in public. One time it was at lunch at work. There's like, a couple couple people around, and you would have thought that I was like I had like Star Trek like pointy ears on and like. You like you would have thought I was the biggest nerd in the entire world. People were just looking at me like I was insane, and I was like, "It's like a decent movie, guys. You should try it." And everyone's like, "Oh, so weird, man. Yeah, whatever." Yeah, and then, I, <laughs> and then I think it was funny. Like I don't know if Dan had seen the movies, but uh, I don't think he had. But when me and you were talking about it, Dan was just like, oh, "Okay, yeah, a couple of Star That's Wars right. nerds." <laughs> and I feel like usually the people who haven't seen Star Wars. And this is totally like speculation and probably not true. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll cut this out later. But um, is that people who haven't seen Star Wars are generally more Harry Potter fans? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Because I think Dan, he's a freaking star- he's a Harry Potter nerd. Yeah, I think he has like a wand and everything. Yep. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, but actually, it was my, weird. One day I got to small group early and he was like practicing spells and stuff. <laughs> no, no. He had like a cape on and everything. But I feel like the latest Star Wars thing to come out was uh, Mandalorian. And I, and yeah. my, I feel like that is a show that if you've never watched Star Wars before, you can dig Star Wars. You can dig the Mandalorian. Yeah. Because like everybody yeah. loves, everybody loves Baby Yoda. Like yep. he's cute, you know. He's relatable. He's a meme. Yep. Yeah, and there's also like a there's a part of him that you can't really read. You don't really know what he's gonna do or what he's gonna uh, not say. Basically, there's like a unassuming kind of vibe yeah. about him. So I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like yeah, that uh, that probably is where we started off, like running off on things about movies and shows was with Star Wars. And I usually don't share yeah. that I've actually seen like all of the the animated shows because it's kind of yeah. it's not like I don't know it's it's pretty nerdy and I'm not just mm-hmm. like oh have you seen this and like, I don't say that unless I am talking to someone who like legit likes Star Wars you know yeah yeah I agree real quick hot take before we kind of jump back and maybe talk about running in movies um, what is your favorite Star Wars <clears throat> favorite Star Wars why bro that's tough I feel like my favorite Star Wars after having watched um, Star Wars Clone Wars the animated TV show okay I feel like my favorite is Revenge of the Sith which is the third okay. one and I feel like I like that. I appreciate that one the most because in the Clone Wars, it shows all this backstory of Anakin Skywalker and yeah. leading up to him becoming Darth Vader. Um, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> and come on, sorry, bro, ruined it for you. You good? So yeah, I would say I would say Revenge of the Sith. I also love Rogue One just because it's 
like no one in the in the movie is actually like a huge deal, but the the movie yep. as a whole yep. is a big deal, like because it they found yeah. the Death Star plans. Yep. So it's just like it's a movie about sacrifice for the better, for like the greater good. Yeah. What about you? What do you think would be your your pick? Um, it is a tough one. Um, <laughs> Force Awakens. So I'm, I, I think it was a little bit of a bias. I think the first one I ever saw was probably The Phantom Menace. Yeah. And I think it was probably just because I was born in 96 and it came out a little bit after that it was the first Star Wars to be released after I was born. And I think it was probably just like on TV at my cousin's house and stuff when I'd be over there growing up. Because I remember that when we watched it over the summer, that was the only one that I'd like, oh, I think I remember some of these scenes, like the pod racing scene. And yeah, I think... Qui-Gon Jinn is definitely just my favorite character. And so having him, having Mace Windu, like it's just a good era. I think it's visually one of the most appealing to me too. Like um, the pod races and Yeah, all that and like the the design of the ships and all that. It's just yeah. beautiful. Um definitely some choice some choice acting in that. Not the best acting in, in a lot of the <laughs> Yeah. The, the prequels. But okay and I gotta say, a close second though is Rogue One. Um, yeah, like you said, I think it was just so good. I mean, I wasn't—I don't think Jin and uh, Cassian were like my favorite um, favorite actors or like favorite characters in the Star Wars. But uh, I was actually just looking it up, and that robot K two S O, I liked him a lot. And I was actually trying to remember what that voice is from, so I looked it up, and his. His actor is actually Alan Tudyk, who plays Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball. And I was like, Wait, yeah, what? that just solidified <laughs> how great of a character he is. Dude, what a find. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If you can play Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball. But also play a role. One of the better comedies of the early 2000s. And then also come and play a just a crime-fighting robot. That's pretty well-versed, I'd say. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. All right. Well, I need to yeah. stop us because we've been talking about Star Wars for yeah for about six yeah. We minutes. already the the two listeners that we had, I think one already fell off. So I apologize to anyone who doesn't give a riff about Star Wars. We you, there you may hear Star Wars references in maybe every podcast, but hopefully that's not yeah. that's not what it's about. Yeah. Um, yep. So what else? Okay. So one of the main things we're going to be talking about in our podcast is is movies what's the other the other side of it generally going to be about dylan yeah running i think uh running was a good kind of just connection for you and i and uh something that's been uh just a big hobby of mine the last uh like eight months um a buddy of mine one of my good friends zach he asked me to or he's he started running and training for a half marathon back in april and uh he's like hey why don't we just like send each other our strava strava uh stats every day and uh let's see how it goes and i was like sure i've never i before that i'd never ran probably longer than three miles um never really took it seriously at all and wasn't really into it um we cared like the year before i kind of had like a bad bad ankle injury so i was kind of trying to recover from that and get back into running again and uh it was good like the whole summer was really fun running and um yeah actually i listened to another podcast about running the other day and it talked about um 
there's like this heavier guy who trained for a, a half. I think it was a, maybe it's a full marathon. And it's, it's so, it's so easy to watch like your progress, you know, like you're literally, you have a, you have a list and it says, all right, this week you're running three, three, five next week. It's, um, five, five, eight. Like it just, you know, it progressively jumps and you're each week you're doing something you've never done before, which is really cool. Yeah. So it's going from like, wow, I never ran six miles before. Like when me and you ran seven miles is the hardest thing I'd ever done. Probably next yeah. weekend I did, uh, eight or nine and it was like, wow, the numbers this is a big jump. Yeah. The numbers, they seem yeah. like so big at the beginning yeah so yeah well what was yeah what do you think was your first like thoughts on running i think for me growing up it was just uh, a way of conditioning and all that it was not i didn't really see like a passion behind it like i had some friends that run cross country and i was like oh that's cool like i mean i was always amazed that they were running eight to 12 miles or something at practice i was like i have no idea how you guys do that um but yeah I didn't, and, and i had like a lot of respect for it especially like some really really great runners and then when i um through some of my internships i had i was able to work with some ultra runners and just like listening to their stories and then learning about like western states and some other like high endurance ultra races i was just like blown away yeah for sure and then i think as i started to run i saw it as more of like a, a sport that i could be be good at and and actually take a little bit seriously which was fun what about you when did you what was kind of your first uh i don't know interest in it and and what do you think about it now well i i i ran track in high school and then once um we graduated high school uh my buddy bryce kind of roped me into like these obstacle course races okay for a few years i just kind of did it because i got to like hang out with like one of my good friends like it's just a it's just like a good way to it's just it was a thing for us that we could do together that was concrete but like hang out and like you know do something together but then about three no two years ago i was like no it was about three years ago i was like i feel like i can push myself like i want to be like i want to actually try and see how like far i can get as a runner yeah so then i just like i just trained super hard and like put my nose to the grindstone to see like how not to be pretentious or like narcissistic, but just to see how good I could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, just to see like the progression of like thinking that three miles is super long. Yeah. To going to where you're running like 10 to 12 miles and it's just like another run. Yeah. So it's just like cool to see that and to see yourself, progress and push yourself see you like achieve things that you set goals for so yeah that's kind of how i got into running and i would say like to people who are listening like if you aren't a runner or you aren't like a movie buff or you know you're not like you're not aligned with me and dylan like the things that we like i hope that like when we talk about running it reminds you of like something that you're passionate about yeah you know because i'm sure like i don't know there's not like a huge crowd around us for for running yeah, I think um and I think at the same time like we're not uh ultra marathoners or whatever like I'm not I'm not doing anything crazy as a runner. Oh yeah. Not, you know, I'm buying you know, I'm buying a uh a pair of shoes that I like a pair of nice running shoes and running. You know, I think that's the other cool thing about running is anyone can do it if you, you know, buy a, a pair of shoes that are I mean, you can even run in 
running some boots if you if you want, but uh, it's not going to be the best for your feet or the best for your time. <laughs> you had no other choice. Yeah, or go barefoot. Why not? Um, People, do but it. yeah, I think that's People a cool thing it. about running is that anyone can do it as long as you're uh, able bodied. And I think that was the other motivation for me was like, man, I got two healthy legs right now. Let's try and use them while I still while I still can, you know. And uh, God willing, they uh, let me let me run some miles. So you just finished your first marathon. Yeah. Is- pretty yeah, crazy it was, it was awesome it was kind of funny i was uh ashley walked in earlier and I, we had a package in the mail she's like this for you and i was like oh this is a uh, christmas present i ordered and i didn't know what it was so i opened it up there's like a, a dream catcher inside <laughs> i'm like what i'm like what the heck is this and then it there's a little piece of paper and it says uh you you qualified first in your age group for the Monument Valley Veterans Marathon, and I was like, "Oh, sick, dude! Like this is awesome." So they sent you a dream catcher. <laughs> yeah, so I think the, uh. the Monument Valley Veterans Marathon is is uh, sponsored and ran by I'm pretty sure it's a Navajo tribe out of Colorado, and um, so they kind of put on the whole race. But I was like, "All right," I knew that there wasn't that many people that like signed up for this race, and I, I looked online <laughs> at the times. And I was, I was one of two people. I, I don't know what their age groups were, but there was only one other person that was 24 that ran. And uh, I was like, all right. So I beat them. <laughs> but uh, I, I want to say there was maybe like 30 people total that ran the race. And it was it was virtual. Um, but no, it was it was super fun. And I, and I want to do another one. I think just uh, being able to do it with a group of people uh, at, a, at an established event and everything. And um would be a little bit easier especially those last like i was telling you before we talked about this but those last uh five miles were uh were brutal um just having yeah yeah it was rough so i think um just being with people having that adrenaline rush kind of the whole time high-fiving people would be really nice yeah and you this was a virtual event for you so you were basically running by yourself which yeah is solo dolo 26 Except, miles yeah solo yeah it was rough Aside from, uh cody shout out was... to yeah shout out to cody clifton he joined me for a couple miles at like 18 to 20 area and uh this is a different cody yeah different cody different cody 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 clifton shout out him that that helped and it you know it's just nice to just have someone there i think that's a big part about it and it's nice to obviously at a organized marathon like having little stations for uh gatorade and water and um those gels and that kind of thing um yeah i mean even even when i had done the half marathon in august i was like there's no way i can do a marathon like there's no way um but i was like i'm already 13 miles in like why not just continue the training and so it was when i tell people i was like yeah i I signed up for this marathon but you know i'm whatever happens happens like i'm gonna if i run 16 miles cool if i run 20 that's awesome like just just, just like, pushing yourself. Yeah, just push myself and being thankful and grateful for however <laughs> however many I get, you know. If I fall on my face after yeah. mile four, like, fall on my face. That's sweet because I, I haven't even, like, mad props to you because I haven't ran a marathon yet. And I don't necessarily have a desire to just because I think it's the fear of knowing how much work I'm going to have to put in. Yeah. You know, because it's an investment it on is. your body and on your time. A lot of time, and, yeah. Like, more so than money or you know gear like it, yeah. it takes a lot of time and yep effort so yeah, yeah dude, that's super dope thanks yeah it was uh it was a fun ride and i think obviously you know doing it during 
during the uh, COVID and quarantine and all that, like definitely not seeing as many people as we normally would. And our schedules are a little bit different. So I was had a lot of had a lot of free time, um, which was nice. But I think, yeah, you're right. The biggest time, the biggest commitment is time and in your body, obviously. And I'd say it was more of a, a mental, a mental push at the end than it was physical. Definitely like cramped up a good amount, but yeah. Um, what is, what do you do during the day? Like what's your daytime job? What do you fill your week with? So I am uh, currently at a company called your project slash soft goods Detroit. And uh, I do apparel design there and manufacturing kind of whatever, uh, whatever's needed on the day. And um, that's been fun. It's been, I uh, started there like kind of during, during started COVID uh, making and designing uh, face masks and other PPE and um it's been fun it's just a just a blessing to have a job right now and um on the side i'm also doing freelance design uh footwear design for a company called baits and they're like a tactical boot company Uh, so that's been super fun too just to kind of develop my portfolio a little bit more and um i'm still still applying to um more footwear brands and that kind of thing but um yeah it's been it's been fun what's your like nine to five look like so my nine to five used to be just just work. Now I'm actually back at school to finish up my degree um, in mechanical engineering. And uh, I'll be graduating in a year and, you know, we'll see where it goes after that. So, yeah. Is there any uh, any movies that you're uh, like looking forward to or that um, maybe in 2021 or that uh, even oldies that you've got on your kind of your watch list that you want to you want to watch soon? And maybe we could talk about on here. Yeah, dude. Okay, so there's actually two that I'm pumped to see. Oh, and let me just put a precursor here. We're gonna talk about movies, but we're like we're like dingbats when it comes to movie knowledge. Yeah. Would you yeah. agree? Like we're just we just like movies. We're not like it's not like yeah. we yeah. are like actual connoisseurs of film no. and cinematography. Like nope. we just want to talk about movies because we like movies. That's kind of how this is gonna go. <laughs> Yep. So anyone yeah, my, who's, uh, who's an actual like film dude, like I'm sorry. But yeah, dude, don't uh, roast us in the comments. <laughs> you're gonna hate us. Yeah. yeah. But um, so yeah. two movies that I'm looking forward to in the future are Quiet Place Two. Mm. Um, because that was actually supposed to come out this year, but they kind of postponed yeah. it until I think um spring of 2021 because of the COVID. And another one I'm looking forward to is. The newest um, Matrix. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's coming out in the next year or two. So yeah, super pumped on that. And yeah, well, there's a few movies that me and my wife got on our watch list. Mm. But um, what are two movies that you're looking forward to? Mm, I got. I don't even know if I. I think I just have one as far as future. Um, there's a movie coming out in 2021 called Judas and the Black Messiah. It's like a civil rights movement, uh, like late 60s era, about the Black Panther movement. And um, it, it looks super interesting. The trailer alone is like enough to win win an award. Like it, it, it looks so good. Um, yeah. So I'm excited about that. Just watched just watched uh, Trial of Chicago 7, and I think this is kind of like uh, right in that timeline. So um and then I've got quite a few older movies on here that just trying to catch up on some of the classics that I missed that I've just never gone back and watched. So 
want to watch want to watch the godfather at least the first one um first and yeah, second bro. one i think the third one third one's not as good from what i've heard um or, there's three right Correct. yeah there's three yeah all right yeah yeah and then uh um i've got quite a few on here i think especially right now what i want to watch is either planes trains and automobiles or uncle buck i think both of those are if i'm not if i'm correct they're both john hughes movies and we've just been Ashley and I've been kind of in like a John Hughes era right now. We watched Breakfast Club and then The Home Alones. Um, oh, okay. And Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, so we've been kind of in that era. So those are two that I that I haven't seen that I want to add. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah. Part of the I feel like part of the reason I wanted to like talk about movies was because me and Martha would be spending like 15 20 minutes just looking for a movie yes and we're like this is stupid and then it'd be like it'd be like nine o'clock and we'd be like okay we're not even gonna start a movie let's just watch an episode of parenthood or something yep and uh so we started like actually putting a list down of movies we wanted to watch and like checking them off as we go so that when we like yeah i want to watch a movie it's just like oh this is on the list let's watch it let's do it that's awesome yeah it's hard too because i don't know about you but i feel like there is there's movies that are on my watch list that are maybe a little bit more um alternative or artsy that it's not like oh we're just like actually i just relax in. let's put this on you know um so it's kind of hard like we put on um we were up in traverse city and like we're like oh let's watch a movie and what was on like checked out a list and uh honey boy was on there and uh, it's a Trial of Buffs <laughs> movie that it came out this last year. Oh, let's watch Honey Boy. Like, I've heard good things, and um, it's about, like, him playing his father and, like, what it was like. And he was growing up playing um, playing the character and even Stevens and uh, his relationship between his him and his dad. And I was like, oh, this would be so cool. And it's, like, an extremely sad movie. It's extremely depressing. Um, and we're just like, ah, oh, maybe not the best movie to uh, watch on our vacation. Um, and I'm yeah. glad I watched it and you know Shia LaBeouf's good in pretty much everything uh, that'll actually take me to my next my next hot take question we can kind of end on but um, yeah like like there's movies kind of like these indie films that are really good um, but maybe more artsy and then there's like just classics that I want to catch up on um, yeah, dude. Or, or stuff that's just like oh we've seen it a hundred times but like let's just put this on again or um, this movie is really good in 2008 like whatever let's just toss this on yeah before you go to your your um hot take yeah so i've me and martha have been watching movies from like 2000 to 2008 and they're movies that i'm i'm like oh man i used to love this movie and then you put it on and it's not as good as you thought it was really you got an example so like last night we watched um phone booth it's this it's not like a bad movie but it's just like a very you can tell it was made in like 2000 something okay like it just has that that vibe just like how they use the camera and like the music and like what they're wearing and how they racially profile people it's just like interesting everything's it's just it's it was interesting to watch because like i remember when i watched it probably when i was in middle school or high school i was like hey good movie 
And then we watched it last night, and I was like, mm. I mean, I, would, I don't think I'd recommend that to anybody again. Yeah. But. Yeah, I uh, actually put on Chronicles of Narnia last night. I think it was just something on Disney+. Plus. And she already picked it, and I was like, oh, I walked in, and I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't mind watching this. And it was surprisingly <laughs> better better than I remember. I was like, because I, I thought that it was like a early 2000s, like 2002. Oh, so it was the other way it, around for you. Yeah, it came out in 2008, and I was watching it extremely surprised at how good CGI was. Like, there are so many, there's like hundreds of CGI, like uh, like a, a dude with a horse body. It's called something, but I can't. The Minotaur? Minotaur? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's just like there's so many like Aslan and all the other like animals that talk and all that. It was just better than I thought it was going to be. Maybe maybe we've just been watching too many movies from the 80s and 90s recently that I saw this and I thought I'd you know shot into the future. But that being said, we didn't even finish it. We fell asleep. So. <laughs> oh, but my uh, my hot take is Transformers. Uh, okay. It, okay, so when I was growing up, Transformers was like my movie. Like you know, you're you're going through, yeah, sixth, seventh grade. Like what uh, what's your favorite movie? Ah, oh, mine's Transformers. That makes um, sense. That makes sense. And now that I'm like you know early twenties, I feel like you mentioned Transformers, or like you mentioned that you like the Transformers movies, and you might lose a friendship. Like people are like <laughs> have. <laughs> People have no respect. No respect. Oh. And so I was, uh, let's see, I think the first movie came out in like 2007 or 2008. Yeah. So I would have been like 11 or 12. And Bro, if you want to talk about Shia LaBeouf, let's just talk about him. Yeah. Dude, the- I love him. And I, and I think everyone does. I think he's like an icon for, dude, I, for people I love our Shia age. LaBeouf. I love him. But keep going. And I know we, he, he went through a rough patch, but he's, he's came out of it. And I think he's we all do. for it. Yeah. Well, yeah, we all do. We're probably in it now. And or some people might be. <laughs> Anyways, what I'm saying is that I so I literally I had another buddy like the other day mentioned something and like made a joke about it. And uh it's funny because I literally had a Transformers poster on my wall like throughout high school. I was like that that guy. And I think it was because I liked movies and that was when you're that age, it was like, all right, you have Shia LaBeouf, you have an action movie. And then there's a lot of hot girls in it. Like it's it kind of objectifies hey, women, take, which I think take is it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's why there's kind of a lot of like criticism towards it. Is I, I I watched a video on it, and they're like they objectify women a lot, and that kind of like put them in a put them in a bucket, which I think they do. Um, but at the time, like me being in middle school, it was like oh my gosh, whatever. <laughs> but I think that they it is kind of like a. Uh, a a movie for a twelve to thirteen year old boy, like it is, um, all yeah. the action, all that kind of stuff. But um, it's it's so funny. Like I've and I think I think the the first three or whatever with with Shia are the best ones, and then after that, gets a little choicey when uh, I think like Mark Wahlberg joins the picture and all that. But yeah, um, like I would agree if someone's I would definitely yeah. agree with you like number one. If someone's like, hey, you want to go back and watch Transformers one? I'd be like, heck yeah, man, why not? Yeah, I got nothing better to do, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like work to do, but yeah, sure. Let's do a transformer. Yeah, but but if you've got like a transformer sticker on the back of your truck, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, about if that you one. have like a transformers um, Dodge or Chevy, <laughs> freaking whatever, like you're sus. Oh you're man, for sure sus. Yes. So yeah, have you seen Kung Fu Panda three <laughs> with Jack Black? 
Yeah, I mean, started. I think I think if you haven't seen that, we might as well just start out with that and then kind of go from there. You want to start out hot with just a freaking ripper like Kung Fu Panda 3? <laughs> Let's do Kung Fu Pandas in the reverse order. So we'll do 3, 2, 1, and then kind of go back Actually, that's how you're supposed through. to look. We'll that's how you're supposed through. to watch those. <laughs> in reverse order. <laughs> Dude, that's how the director designed them, man. He wanted you to watch them in reverse order. All right, thanks for um, thanks for listening. Whoever our five people are, um, let's be honest, it's two. <laughs> it's me and you. <laughs> We're just, just re-listening me, to ourselves repeatedly this week, tearing <laughs> myself apart. I know. I was like thinking, like, I feel like I don't have the best stage voice. Oh, me either, man. So, but hey, you said you were gonna like do some like deepening of our voices in post right yeah i'm gonna take the pitch okay, cool. the pitch way yeah. down we'll have like an outro or something soon right you said you were gonna like sing a little ditty or something okay yeah go ahead and cut that <laughs> for sure cut <laughs> all right we're gonna cut it in three two one see you guys later i'm pretty tired i think i'll go home now